Hello, uh, you're very welcome to uh, episode two of the Rory Stories podcast with myself, Rory O'Connor, and my man here beside me, Mr. Patrick Murphy. Paddy, how are you? How are you getting on, Rory? How are you doing? Good. Paddy, we got a good uh, response to the first podcast. We um, did, we did. Bit of, bit of good feedback in that. Yeah, a lot of good feedback, a lot of positive criticism as well, which we're going to work on, and I will stop saying, I suppose, every second sentence. Yeah, you're doing your homework on that, and you realise, <laughs> I, I suppose, I have a few words myself that I need to cut out, banter and stuff like yeah, that, banter, I need to calm yeah. down on a bit. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, obviously the first one, like it'll be, it'll be rough and ready for the first uh, few weeks, but uh, we've a bit more of a structure to it this week. Um, we have a few different topics. We have a special guest who we'll talk to now in a few minutes. Um, we, we're going to have a story time because uh, my name is Rory Stories, so I think I should be telling the story each podcast about uh, a, a colourful event that would have happened to me because... Uh, you my, are a disaster, probably. Yeah, it? yeah. My, my shitting in the, in, the, in the sea went down well with, with certain people, so I, I think I'm not the only one that that's think, happened to. Think, something similar, maybe. I think uh, the shitting in the sea is only the start of the stories you have. So Yeah, Rory's a lot of stories, is right. So we're going to have story time we're, we're going to go into our sports central where we're going to speak about the weekend sport obviously mainly GAA but a bit of rugby and soccer in there as well Indeed, yeah. um, each week we're going to have a, a serious segment um, because we felt that the mental health one we spoke with last week went down well so we're, we're, we're going to concentrate each week on a serious segment and then we're going to finish with um, legend of the week and gobshite of the week Murphy yeah, every week we're going to have the legend and gobshit of the week where we're going to have three nominees for each and we're going to ultimately pick a winner or a loser if they're the gobshite. Yeah, so um, if you were nominated for um, for either, take it with a pinch of salt. Um, as you say, a clap in the back is as good as a kick in the arse just as quick. So, um, Nothing personal. So, <clears throat> moving on, we have a very, very, and I mean very special guest in today, um, Blessing Awadabu. Um, is that a fair enough to pronunciation there, Blessing? Yeah, you're pretty close. Blessing Awadabu. Blessing Awadabu. You did not a great job on that now, Rory. Cheers, I'm proud of myself. I've been called the worst. I know, it's not a standard Patrick Murphy or Rory O'Connor. It's a no. little bit of uh, education now, but I, I got it okay. Um, so listen, folks, if you don't know uh, much about Blessing, Paddy, you have a bit of info on it for people? Yeah, uh, a bit of a, a, a background into Blessing. So Blessing grew up in Castle Bar in County Mayo, and you started competing at the age of 18. Mayo for seven. 19, I apologise. And your first international show that you won was in 2014, and it was the Arnold Classic Europe. Yeah, that's right. And then you won the title of Arnold Classic Junior Champion in 2014. But then you took two years off because you wanted to like, kind of build your mass and stuff uh-huh. and get bigger and get ready for the next that's stage. That's right. And then you stepped back on stage in 2017 in the Irish National Championships and you won the overall heavyweight title. That's right. And you're just a beast. Uh, and then you qualified to represent Ireland once again. You won your first overall IFBB title in the Czech Republic in April uh-huh. and you won your pro card and then you won three more IFBB titles. Um, and then you became the overall Arnold Classic champion in Barcelona and second place in the World Championships in November 2017. And then you were awarded your IFBB Pro card in 2017, which is one of the first in Ireland. And now you're taking a break, but you're going to be back on the pro stage in 2019. Spot on, Paddy. Spot wow, on. What, a, what, a, <coughs> what an introduction. Um, not to mention his uh, half a million Instagram followers, his 100,000 uh, YouTube subscribers, his quarter of a million Facebook likes. But anyway, that's just a uh, social media point of view. That's just social media. Uh, blessing. Um, I'm going to go back to the start with you. Um, you're originally, you said, from Africa. Is that where? Yeah, I was born in Nigeria, actually. Um, we moved over here with my brother uh, in 2002. I think it was about uh, 10, 11 years okay. old. Yeah, so, um, and my family are back in Nigeria. My mother was living there for a while, but man, you know, 
for her home is home. She couldn't deal with the Irish weather, so she got to pack her stuff and ship back home. Yeah, so okay. Um, and you grew up in in Mayo because yeah, um, yeah. people might have seen you um over the years for a couple of sketches with me in a Mayo jersey, like this big bodybuilder in Mayo. So what part of Mayo were you? Yeah, I grew up in Casabar. Yeah, I was there. Like, um, I only uh, I moved down to Dublin in um two thousand fourteen. So I pretty much grew up in Casabar. So yeah, okay, perfect. Um, and. You do know that people would love to see a full forward from Mayo, like at this stage. Like you, you, know, you look to me like the outlet that they're needing to win this. I've said, I've said, get blessing in there. I'm you know, telling you. You, you full forward, Andy Mon, one side, killing O'Connor the other. That's it. The I, I think that's home. what we need. I think that's what we need. I think it might so. happen though. It might happen though. Like imagine you jogging in in front of Hill 16 to Mark Finney McMahon or Johnny Cooper and you just see this man wearing size 44 shorts that look like size 32 and you're just a monster like... Kick it into him. Grab I'm the ball, Blessing, yeah. and get your free. That would be unstoppable. Oh, I tell you. <laughs> um, but Blessing, I've obviously got to know you a lot over the last couple of years, myself and Paddy, and we... Um I, I use you, as you said, as, as massive motivation. I think what you've done in the last three years is incredible. Um, you know, you, you've really... I just look at your social media. Like, what will be the stats, say, on Instagram in the last, say, year to, to two years that you've grown, say? I mean, um, I... I I actually recently just started growing. I started growing. Um, this time last year, I think I had about maybe 10, 10k followers on Instagram. But um, I mean, I now I'm like about uh over, over half a million on 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 yeah. on uh, Instagram now. So I mean, it's it's an alright following. You know what I mean? So like, it's not yeah. bad. <laughs> I don't know. Like not like here and there. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I just I started taking the Instagram wall team serious last year. So. That, as you can see, that's why where the growth came from. So yeah. I've been putting in a lot of work, so it's paying out. And see, out. what what I what I love about you and I think you're different is stereotypical bodybuilders are these big macho men, muscles coming out of their ears, their ankles, their toes, their nostrils, everywhere, but they're very oh look at the size of me, I'm a big unit and I'm a dry arse and I'm this, that and the other. But you're so different, like you <clears throat> you've such a an outgoing, mad personality. Like some of your videos are probably madder than mm. like I've I've stood naked in a, in a field holding a horse to pretend to be John Milan. That was probably me and my madness. No, but I, you weren't holding the horse. You were you were keeping I, yourself. I was composed. holding my, my balls and my and my, my uh, ground chills. So obviously it wouldn't be caught in the camera. And that to me was fairly mad. But you've done some crazy ones running around fields and all. So you're so different, and that's why I have no doubt about it. You're going to the very top in your industry because you're obviously an absolute man mountain. You. You know, you train. Like, give us, give it to people an idea. Well, what's your schedule? How often do you train? What's your diet like? I mean, you know, the the whole thing of uh, being different. You know, where like you know, uh, bodybuilders. A lot of people see bodybuilders and they've been they're too serious about that the lifting. You know, and it, it is true. A lot of bodybuilders, lifters, they're too serious about the whole diet, and it looks like that's that's what they're all about. For me, you know, just trying to be different, be unique. That you know, there's a it's a fun side to lifting as well. It can be a bodybuilder and can also live for a good life, be happy, and just show um show people how fun it is just to live this lifestyle. So that's where I'm kind of trying to show, you know, just throwing a little bit of comedy there. So it's not just all about training and 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 getting bigger and bigger. No, that's not for me. That's not what it's all about. It's all about you know that the whole aspect of it. You know, like it is, it is a fun lifestyle it's not just about uh lifting and eating all day i mean i love this lifestyle and um i'm just showing the world like you know look it's fun 
you can you can live way you can live this healthy lifestyle and have fun with it you know it's yeah. not like super strict or you know no but like another thing uh, that I, you know that strikes about you is your your road success like a bit like we said i remember meeting you a couple of years ago in ikea and your security guard and you know you knew deep down yourself that i don't belong here you even said to me before about fans coming up to you getting selfies which and think what are you doing here like i don't know just say you're on a tenner an hour whatever i don't know idea what you're getting paid but you're standing there incredibly wasted talent like and that's no disrespect to anyone who's security guard in ikea but you <clears throat> this is not what you were putting this planning. You were put here to release your inner madness and let yourself be true to your destiny. And tell me what that was like, because I have my own side of things about leaving my job and belief now. But talk to me about like when you knew and when you really, I suppose, believed in yourself to go and take the full time plunge. I mean, um, after the li- after the living certificate, and I knew like college wouldn't work, you know. So I turned into bodybuilding. And since then, after winning a couple of shows, especially winning their Arnold Classic 2014. I knew I have the power, you know, to go beyond and be something because I love lifting, I love competing, and I believe that I could make a really good career out of it. A lot of people doubted me. They, look, listen, it's not going to work. But I believed in myself, so I kept putting in work. Of course, I had to do, like, some shady jobs to be able to get to a certain point where I'm actually able to live this lifestyle full-time training and I have to worry about, you know, paying bills, money, and I'm extremely grateful that I could, last year I was able to walk away from the security job and, and, and be able to live my dream, you know? So for me, it's all about belief in yourself. I mean, um, you're going to be doubted, you know, like a lot of people still don't understand what bodybuilding is and what's in it, you know? So, I mean, as long as you believe in yourself and you know where you're going, you're, you're focused, you know, you, you have a plan, you know, I think it's, it's going to work out, you know? So that's what I did. I believe in myself and I'm still believing in it. And one day I'm going to be at the top, you know? So. Yeah. You told myself and Paddy a, a very interesting story. Um, on the way in, I asked about blessing. Who's the big dog? Who's the number one? Who's the Ronaldo? Who's the, the, the king will say of your sport. And, and you have an interesting story about him, about when you met him on the video you made with him mm-hmm. and you put it to the back of your mind. Tell us about that. Yeah. So, um, I mean, the, the top dog in, in, in bodybuilding right now is Phil Heat. You know, it's like uh, he's been Mr. Olympia now for the past seven years in a row. Mr. Olympia is like the Super Bowl of bodybuilding where, you know, the elite, you know, the, 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 they, co- they come together and compete. The top 20 bodybuilders in the world, they come together and compete at the Mr. Olympia, Olympia and the winner gets the, get the Olympia title which is uh, Phil Heat, Mr. Olympia, and he's been winning for the past seven years. And, you know, um, it's actually funny because um, I remember I met him uh, 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 2014, you know, after winning my Arnold, Arnold Classic. When he saw the gold medal, his, uh, uh, his managers, they allowed me to come in and sit with him and have a chat. And um, I remember saying, uh, and I, I remember I, I asked him to, to give a shout out to my audience on YouTube. And he goes, um, this dude just after winning his uh, uh, Arnold Classic. And maybe someday he's going to be the one to dethrone me and take the crown. And that stuck to me from day one. And I see have the video and I'm going to play that video one day. And I'm going to tell him, do you remember you said this? And here we are today, me and you, but going head to head for the title. And it's going to happen. Um, ah, so, I love that. Love that. That's <laughs> so it. It's, it's a motivation. Yeah. It's a drive. It's a focus. Yeah. You know, and 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 I believe in myself. So I'm I'm pushing forward, 
and it's gonna happen and I'm gonna make it all the way to the top but, but it's it's so true it's like when we were driving there around by Trinity College like we were talking about belief and we were listening to Joe Rogan on the way in about Joe Rogan speaking about you know never settling and you know the likes of us look at Kevin Hart or Dwayne Johnson on Instagram we're like we are fucking useless we're pathetic like him mm. I was saying who do they look up to? And you're like, no, no matter what you are in life, how, how no matter how driven you are, there's someone you aspire to. And I would, I'm kind of scared to think who Dwayne Johnson, Kevin Hart aspire to because what, they must just not sleep and just take over the whole world. Like, you know, pinky in the brain maybe, you know what I mean? So it's kind of, and, and, and we, we said about, you'd love to just put down your window and get a megaphone and shout out, go, you don't have to do this, people. You don't have to be fucking miserable. You don't have to dread your job. You don't have to be depressed. You can fucking take a chance, back yourself. If you're good at making a jigsaw, YouTube will pay you to do that. And just do it, like. That's what we were saying on the way in, and Paddy was getting all motivated in the background. You were getting a bit sweaty and all going. I was like, I'm in the presence of fucking two mad hooers here. But I suppose, blessing for a man like yourself who puts themselves out there so much on social media you must get some negativity from people you must have some haters I mean, or, as you put it keyboard warriors like like how, how do you deal with that sort I of mean stuff? yeah I swear like uh, um, I get like if you if you're not mentally strong and you trying to you know build yourself up through social media <laughs> trust me you won't last because man you're gonna get so much hate I mean no matter how perfect you are you still gonna get hate so you can you can you can't live your life trying to, you know, uh, make people like you or trying to, you know, make sure, you know, there's no one's going to say stuff about you. People will always say stuff about you, especially Instagram, uh, YouTube. YouTube is a lot worse because um, the thing with YouTube is like people feel like they are you can't see them. Yeah, they, they you can't touch them so they can say whatever they want. You know, I get a lot of that. And, and the thing with me is like I am so strong. I, I just a lot of a lot of times I, I laughed at it, yeah. you know, especially when it comes to like bodybuilding. Not a lot of people, you know, understand what I do or bodybuilding. So when I throw stuff out there, people like to say stuff, you know, but, you know, it doesn't I don't care because they don't they don't understand this lifestyle. Yeah. You know, and I believe these people out there, you know, um, behind your laptop talking all that. These are the same people who are depressed. You know, they're they're down there low, low, and they want to make sure they don't want to see you grow. So the best thing they can, the, their job is to put you down, is to go out on the Instagram or Facebook or YouTube to say something bad to people, try and hurt people because they're depressed themselves. They're hurt and they, they can't find a way out. And they believe only way out for them is by trying to put other people down. Yeah. You know, so it's if you're mental, yeah, it is sad. If you're mentally strong, they can't, they can't touch it. They can't do anything to but you. But that's it. I mean, people, people, sad individuals pride themselves and just say, for instance, blessing, you know, you gave up or you let them get to you. Like they would be, that would be them going out celebrating, having a drink on. Yeah. Yes, I, I won. He cracked. Or say if, if Rory's stories stopped making videos or his content went shit, people are going, oh, he's fucking, he's crap, he's lost. Mm -hmm. Now, people actually sit there, you know, like vultures or leeches waiting for you to slip up and then bomb. You look at anyone in the media, whenever they, they fuck up or they do something stupid, all these trolls yeah. come from everywhere. It's just like, Jesus Christ, where it just come from? Like, just fuck off and enjoy your own life. Don't because, be, yeah, because you know, hating happy. on us. Like, you know, you're, you're just seeing you as like, you know, you're, you're making things happen. You're always on the go. You have a lot going out for you. These people are not happy. Yeah. They're not happy to see you go to the top. So they're going to do whatever it is, yeah. you know, to try and bring you down. 
if it's by um writing shit to you on on the internet, you know, if that's the way, if yeah, that if works that's for their them, happiness, well then, yeah. God help. But that, like that, that, the fact that that's what they do on a day to day basis is give hate to people like that is just. How sad do you have to be to want to degrade someone just because you're unhappy with yourself? Really, that's all it is. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah, well, listen, we're giving the haters too much airtime here, so we're going to push on. Blessing, I have a couple of questions for you. Um, where do you see yourself in five to ten years? I mean, as you know, I make a lot of um, uh, videos online. Um, I'm a bodybuilder, and I, I and I see myself to to uh, go all the way in bodybuilding and achieve as as much as I can. And being the, the number one in the bodybuilding industry. And apart from that, you know, I like to get into a lot of things like possibly acting. You know, I, I love acting. And I mean, you know, like most of my videos, you know, from there, I believe I can, I can, um, you never know one day you might see me on the big screen. <laughs> you know, it's possible. Well, see, the way, see the way you say you wonder. I, I wholeheartedly know. Just as I know, unfortunately, that Dublin are going to win the Leinster Championship this year. I, I, it's one of these things. <laughs> uh, I have it's to an say, inevitability. it's going to happen. Like yeah. you, my friend, are going to be. I, I, my prediction for you is you're going to be in the WWE. That's yeah. why I, I think that's Sufi <laughs> because you have a physique of a of a of a monster, and that's a compliment. <laughs> you have the character to dance around the ring like they do. Like you know, have the crack. You that's know, possible. Make yourself look like you're hurted, even though you're fine. Um, you're you look like me, a good lad to get a fella in the corner and and have that technique perfect. Where they be te- it's like they're boxing, but they're stamping their feet. Mm-hmm. You know the way anyone who follows wrestling and thinks it's real. I'm sorry for uh, ruining your life no. there, but uh, you look like that, and that to me thinks you're weightly. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna win your whatever you want to win in weightlifting, and you're 100 percent gonna get into acting. You're gonna. Am I right, Paddy? Can you see? You can see it. I'm like, <laughs> if anyone ever meets I, this man, you can see a charisma about him. Yeah, like. I've known Blessing a good bit, a long time at this age, but the the drive to here today was absolutely eye opening. I was just there going, "What is going on?" Like, you were like, "What keeps you so motivated every day to?" Because you go to the gym, it's like two, two, two times a day. Like, what keeps you motivated to do? I that? mean, like the way I see it is like. You know, when people like, you know, say motivation, it's like, I mean, I, I don't even think motivation exists. I think what motivate, what should motivate you should be your purpose. Like right now, I mean, I want to achieve so much. Like I want to compete next year, you know, so I have a purpose to go, wake up in the morning and go to the gym. So that's my motivation. My motivation is still, is, is when I step on stage next year, is to be able to kill the show. Yeah. So in order to kill the show, I have, I must put work in. I have to work, you know, so that's my motivations. I mean, like a lot of people, you know, they're always searching for motivations. If you go to the gym and you've got no purpose, you've got no goal, you've got no plan, there's no reason why you should get up in the morning and go to the gym. You're just going to, you're going to wake up today, you're going to go tomorrow mm, because there's no reason why, why you're going to the gym. So for me, my goals and my dreams are my motivations. These are the things that actually you know, drives me that blessing. You gotta get up. You gotta put in work because you've got so much to achieve. If your dream is bigger than ever, so I gotta put work in. Yeah, well, you know, it's, so. it's, it's so evident. Um, just a final question I'd like to ask you is, um, who do you aspire to? Who is your hero and why? Um, one of the guys I look up to is like definitely have to be number one guy would be um Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, his stories are just so inspiring. Like from from he went from uh, uh, from absolutely nothing to being I mean the biggest 
Hollywood star, you know. So it, it's it's quite inspiring. It went from bodybuilding to acting to uh, politics. I mean, it's just crazy, you know. So that alone, that, that, that inspires me a lot. I mean, you can do so much. You can achieve anything once you believe in yourself and you put the work in. You know, yeah, well, uh, that's it, and and there's nothing stopping you being the next. And let's be honest, like you know, you win, you win this competition, you make a film like Twins, maybe what a film in years to yeah. come, Kind <laughs> kindergarten you cop, know. <laughs> you know, because you have, I said, you have, you that never reason. know, yeah, you never know, but uh. Listen, it's a pleasure to have you, Blessing, and I think, Paddy, we, we, we think we already know that you're going straight to the top, yeah, and this sure. this podcast will be uh, very, very um, topical in years to come. It's yeah. one of your first ever, so uh, we wish <laughs> you the best of luck, Blessing, and uh, yeah, I keep think I did all right. One of my first. Oh, man, <laughs> yeah, actually, keep... It is the first one. Well, there you so, are. <laughs> yes. The, exclusive. Yeah, we got exclusive, exclusive, yes. What's <laughs> podcast? Blessing, my man, and uh, hopefully Mayo for Sam, yeah? For sure. Well, sure, listen, Blessing, stay where you are anyway now because we might need your opinion on a couple of uh, other topics throughout the podcast. Sure, don't worry, I'm here. Sit back and relax. Um, so, Paddy, we're going to move on to uh, Sports Central now. Sports Central, we're going to talk about all this week's sport. Um, I suppose, Rory, you might as well give us a bit of a background on what happened this week's GEA. Yeah, so the GEA was this weekend. Uh, a couple of pointers here. So, basically... Um, first thing I'm going to get to is this postponement of the Mead and Calvin game. Um... Fair enough, listen, the, the pitch was was unplayable, which I think everyone knew that from three or four o'clock, but the players yeah. were sitting in the changing room, you know, an hour before, an hour and a half before the game, and everyone knew it was going to be off. A bit ridiculous. So, well, I can understand that, but the fact that the game wasn't called off there and then for the next day, we said it's postponed for an inspection next day. Like, what pitch is going to recover in less than 24 hours? Like, that to me is typical GAA. Like, you know, lads having to put their, you know, People have a life outside of GA, and that's, you know, nowadays for an anti county player, it's hard to see it, but they do. And here you have, I suppose, this this game ridiculously not being completely called off for the weekend yeah. and letting lads, I think lads were meant to go to a function that night and they couldn't, they had to prepare for the match the next day and they were told at half nine the next morning. It so it's a bit a of a joke. Yeah. Um, so that to me was a bit madness. Like, um, did, did Cecil make his way up, Paddy, did he? Tell you what, well, we, I did. I, I told him to lift down all the way, and I was outside the stadium in the fucking pissing rain, and I was a fucking disgrace. You I, went, you went up to the game, and you were waiting. Why you I did. Well, I did. Obviously, I didn't pay into the gate because you know, as I said before, it's a mad price to get in. But I was outside, ready to go and listen to the scores, and just pissing rain, and it was called off. Absolute disgrace. Well, at least Cecil, it's refixed for this Sunday, so will you go to that, will you? I'll, t- I'll turn my lift down again, yeah. But hopefully, if it, if it starts raining, I'll never go to another Calvin game in my life. I swear to God. Or some man, Cecil, Jesus Christ. Um, on the other games, then I suppose, Paddy, we a uh, bit of a row, bit of a scalp between Mayo and Galway. Oh, um, the Battle of the West. Yeah, there was uh, Killian O'Connor uh, doing a few uh, swinging elbows and that. There, he got himself sent off, and so did brother Dermot. Um, so I don't know. We spoke last week about Mayo. It's it's. It's, you can't write Mayo off. No. There's no point of saying here, you know, Mayo. You better finished. not because I'm here. Well, I'm that's why, yeah, exactly. That's why, <laughs> Mister Mr. Rochford. If yeah. you need a man to save the day, get blessing the water to be on the panel. But that's it, especially now. You know, with, with Killian O'Connor being out injured, like or being out, going to be suspended now for four or five weeks, could be a straight swap. How are you? How are you? How are in there? I'm telling you. How's your 45s? Oh, man. Too good. Just too, too good. You got to watch me play. <laughs> oh, there you are. Hill 16 won't know what's going on. You know, but in the goal, we have started very impressively. Damien yeah. Comer, shout out to him. 
Damien Comer's probably the only lad I reckon they give you a run for money in a bench press competition. Blessings, you know that? This is the full forward captain of Galway. He's an actual like, bull. Like. I feel like Blessings can still bench press nah, Damien Comer. He's that big. Like. Yeah. I'll bench press him and he's past <laughs> the best. Yeah, yeah. Well, a fair point. He is, he is a bit of a bull. Like. Yeah. Um, but a great win for Galway. Three or three. But uh, I suppose they're playing oh, yeah. each other now in the, in, in the championship in May. So it'll be a different story. Uh, Dublin Donegal, Crow Park Saturday night. Great game. Unbelievable match. Um, Donegal are so unlucky. Like, they're after playing the first three matches and they've no points and they played well in each one of them. Um, yeah. You know, Dublin, listen, you can you can credit them, you know, all day long. But to me, Paddy McBrady stood out in that game. He was outrageous. Like, like he scored some of the points that, like, you, you dream of scoring. Like, none of them were handy. He scored them. He, he loves that little, on the left, little bit of a shimmy. Serious left peg. Unbelievable. Like, you know, he, he is top class. Michael Murphy came back. Now it wasn't his best of of of, uh, of comebacks, you know. He come on and, and even kicking the free, like it's it's a funny one because him, the week before Killian O'Connor came straight on the field, picked up a free, kicked it wide. Michael Murphy come on the field, first play was kick a free, kicked it wide. Dean Rock come on, kicked the free, kicked it wide. So there's arguably the three of the best free takers in the country, all missing a free. So I don't know. I'm not a free taker. I, 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 if I ever went near a ball and a pitch, I'm told the fuck off. So well, I, I think can't go near it, so. I think we could throw back to the time where you, Conor McManus, and Stephen McDonald had a free kick competition and you actually won and put them to shame. Yeah, I don't like to glow, but I, I, if anyone doesn't know, I, I bet Conor McManus and, <laughs> and Stephen, <laughs> Stephen McDonald in a, in, a, in a free kick comp. But yeah, like, uh, it's just weird. It's just a strange thing that they all come on. I don't know, like... It, should he continue to uh, be the free taker who's taken the freeze before they come on? Ah, listen, it's yeah, doesn't make that much. Like Michael Murphy, I suppose he was out of action. His was a tough enough one, but he just didn't look at the races. But listen, Michael Murphy's top class, he will be back. I, I, um, I don't understand the crack with the two Donegal jerseys. Have you noticed that the home and away Donegal jersey are both yellow and green? And if they play the likes of Kerry or Mead. There's going to be a bit of a hell Yeah, you were saying that earlier. Yeah, that's true. Like, their, their away gear doesn't seem to be, you know, it's no carry away jersey no, now. So whoever designed them need to have a hard Qu- look at themselves there now. Question mark. And then in the, another game, Division 1, you had Tyrone and Clare. Clare, again, another unfortunate team. No points after playing well. Um, shout out to Matty Donnelly for his absolutely outrageous point off the left in the last few uh, minutes to, to win the game. But Clare, you know, I do think they're a little bit ahead of Mead and Leinster, but they're still... A good bit behind Dublin, like, but I feel you know, Division One is is a real dogfight, and yeah, it's they they tough. look they look it looks ominous that they're going to go down potentially with Donegal. They're playing each other next. That whoever wins that has a chance. Jesus, be surprised to see Donegal go. You wouldn't have thought before it started. Donegal well, that's it. Like you know, like. especially how well, and I think overall, like Tomas O'Shea gave Clare a bit of a scalping on on the Sunday game. But I don't know. I I think Clare have been decent enough so far. They've had a lot of good players. They just can't get over the line. Like, um. And then the down the divisions you had um, down beating Roscommon in Division Two, which was a big upset. Uh, well, not big, but big enough. Like um, you know, that division's wide open. Anyone can beat anyone in that division, in my opinion. So Mead, hopefully, you know, they're playing Cavan this weekend in a in a refixture, and then I think the five or six games in a row. There's no, there's no beating Cavan. So don't get any idea that you Mead men, right? Cavan are going to walk all over Mead. Well, we'll see if they beat if they do beat uh, if they do beat Cavan. Well, then you know they're set up. I think they've tip away, which is a tough one, but they've cork and they've down a home, which um, you win them and Mead up in Division One. Now, how well would they get on Division One? I don't know. I think there is a huge gap in Division One, Division Two, but we'd love to be up there. Um, so that's the, the, the GA roundup for this week uh, on, on the highlight of the games, I suppose. You know, Division 3, Division 4, Leash look strong in Division uh, 4 at the minute. Armagh in Division 3, um, I think I don't think Armagh belong there. So 
they, they, they're looking good to come up. So it's good at the minute. Like there's a week break now hurling on, so we'll be back again with the football. So um, moving on away from the GAA. So I suppose, uh, yeah, it'd be rude not to touch on the bit of the rugby. Great win for the Irish. Yeah, at a, at a cost. Though, yeah, at yeah. a cost. Uh, uh, injuries to the big Tyke Furlong and Robbie Henshaw, which is is that could be potentially you know. Yeah, I like. think I think Furlong might be all right, but uh, but Henshaw, um, you know, looks to be set. He he dislocated his shoulder, so he's banjoed. Actually, blessing. Have you ever played rugby? As a matter of interest, I, I actually played when I was uh, when I was younger, when I was a lot lighter back in uh, back in school. You know, say if uh, TYs. Till about six uh, six year I was I was playing rugby actually. and what, what yeah. kind of size were you just one of these lads that was giving I, the yeah, body I was, I was very lean and I was actually I remember I think I was playing in the winger because I was so quick you really? know yeah, yeah you would be surprised yeah. imagine you got pace into your physique now like you'd be John and Lomu all over like yeah out of my way like so yeah but just I think you could, st- you, could, you could definitely still do a job on the rugby pitch like it was a man of your size like I would not want to be on receiving any urine on that yeah you could play anywhere as well I, w- like. I wish I could mix it too it's just like it's it's not possible to mix uh, bodybuilding with other sort of sports it's just like it's yeah. Cash back to fitness, like yeah. as in running and that, yeah, yeah, you just struggle, like, yeah, it's not happening. It's very well, uh, well you never know. Um, <laughs> uh, but on the rugby, it's looking tasty. We just have to give, um, he'll be mentioning the legendary Keith Earl's tackle at the end was probably the highlight of that game, like, yeah, um, serious. Just, and because he was so far behind, he was like, fuck this, I'm getting this ball, yeah, boom. yeah. It was the definition of, of, of a winner, like, only winners do that. Like, people who are mentally weak on the field will say, oh, do you know, we, we've won and yeah. forget about it. But he had the bonus uh, point in mind, and he just, yeah, like, no one. If Keith Earls hadn't made that run, because someone was actually ahead of him, I can't remember who, but if Keith Earls didn't make that run, no one would have batted an eyelid. Like, it would, like no one would have oh, Keith Earls should have made that. Yeah. So he took it in his power, I have in the legs, I'm gone. And he, he made the tackle and, 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 and saved the try. So yeah, that, would, that to me, you know, that's what you want in your team. That's heart. Like, that's not talent. No. That's not skill. That's passion. pure heart and passion. Unbelievable, you know. So it's, um, it's looking tasty for the rugby, though. It's yeah. still the possibility of uh, England-Ireland uh, massive game in London on Paddy's Day to decide who wins the Grand Slam, providing England win their games and Ireland win their games. So yeah, well, that's what we want to see. But Wales, I suppose uh, Wales will be next weekend is going to be a tough one, you know. So, but we're looking forward. To it. It's great. I love this time of year with the Six Nations on. It's always nice in the Saturday afternoon or a Sunday. So that's the rugby. Paddy, very, very, very briefly, any anything <laughs> in soccer for me? I mean, uh, you know, uh, United had a massive slip up against Newcastle, which allows Liverpool to come up their arse a little bit. Liverpool are just two points behind United, um, so that's looking tasty. But City can actually have the league won in by April seventh. And if United drop points by then, they'll have to give them a guard. I'm honor. already bored, Paddy. Yeah, no, well, Rory's not really a soccer head, so we'll move on. We got the ba- we got the basics in anyway. Yeah, but Liverpool won't be winning the league anyway, Paddy. Next year's our year. Yeah, that's that should be that should be up imprinted on on Anfield. Next year's our year. I'm gonna put it out there now. Liverpool are gonna win the Champions League. Okay, yeah, go sleep there, Paddy. <laughs> so that's the sport for this week. Um, so uh, as I said, if anyone other topics you want to bring in, but we just want to, we don't want to keep it all GA and, and know, a bit of soccer, a bit of rugby, just an overall uh, roundup. And obviously, as the championship comes in um, in the GA, we'll, we'll talk more in depth about that. Some fan um, reactions as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, right, okay. So we're gonna get on to story time. You know, it's Rory's stories after all. So we're gonna get a story from Rory. Rory, you know, I know you a long time at this stage, and as I've said before, you were very prone to disasters. You know, there's I been am. some cases. I've been in the car with you, and you may have 
crash the car a little bit and yeah. you know not nothing too major bro you're just you're just you, your mind is going so fast every at 100 miles an hour you don't have time to think about what you're doing sometimes so <laughs> you just you do mental shite but you're going to tell us a story about a possible flooding of your fa- uh, family home uh, a couple of years ago yeah yeah so again i i'm prone to disasters um i'm just one of these klutzes as they say but one of the story i was going through various stories that i had and i said i'll tell this one so a few years back, about maybe seven or eight years ago, when I was living at home with the parents, um, we had a championship match on a midweek match with the club. I think it was a Wednesday night. And we, we won that match anyway. So as you do, we went on the beer. And one of our friends was working in the club at the time. And he uh, basically served for whatever he wanted. So we were up there at three or four in the morning. And I had work the next day. And my parents were getting an extension done to the front part of the house. And my dad said specifically, have you got a key before you left for the match? But I was so focused and so you know, engrossed to the to the tactics and all about the match. I was like, yeah, yeah, Dad, have it. And sure. Half three in the morning as I eventually stumbled home, I realised I had no key. And I was like, bollocks. So it's either bait the door down and have me out, like kill me, or go in through the, through the extension. There was a little gap in the window. It was A lot of it was done, like, you know. Um, so anyways, I, I climbed through the window and I just, all I remember was walking through the Joyce's. So like, obviously I'm, 17, 18 stone walking through it wasn't but I slipped and fell and I heard a bit of a noise I don't really remember because I was bananas and anyways I went up and I went to bed anyway next morning I was lying there half opening my eyes going oh I don't believe you know when you first wake up like going on the beer on a midweek or a Sunday night is always unbelievable crack but when you first wake up to that initial oh I'm dying and then oh no I have to go to work yeah. I had that feeling next morning I just heard uh, my mum knocked at me down and goes Rory what did you do to the what did you do to the kitchen? I says, What do you mean what's the new kitchen? It's fucking completely flooded, Rory. I was like, What? Rory, you better get out of this house before your father kills it. Well man, what happened? You, you obviously fell and fucking burst a pipe in the thing and you flooded the water. I, like, I don't believe this. So I says, Right, where's dad? He's in the room, right? Oh Jesus. So I put on me me. Now uh, before we continue, like for anyone who doesn't know your father, <laughs> I would not have wanted to walk into that room where he was because when he gets going, he can be a fucking ferocious beast, that's for sure. Yeah, no, he's a wild man from Offaly, but he, uh, I remember putting on my trousers, I was working in an insurance company time and I remember sneaking by the corridor, by his room and I just said, Rory, I was like, shit will I run or what will I do like look, I'm afraid of my dad I, I'm 30 years of age and I'm still afraid of him like even though like I probably will get the better of him now with, with age but I still I'm afraid of him like and I walked in and I just remember him pointing the finger at me going I don't give a shit how much money it cost you ring Martin Martin was the plumber friend of mine you ring Martin and you get that fucking conservatory fixed and get that water out of my kitchen by the time you come home from work today or I swear to God I'll kick you out of this house yeah no problem that's so went downstairs and I mean there was two or three inches of water in the actual kitchen like I mean man, I said man, have you any newspapers she threw down the newspapers nothing happened at all I was like what am I going to do man, I have to go to work so I rang Martin of course being a lad he burst and excuse the pun burst out laughing like and I was like oh, Paddy or uh, Martin whatever happens just please let on to me dad's grand so long story short the pipe fixing was only 30 euro that was grand that's all I had to pay but it was flooded for a week or two draining out the, the proper kitchen um, so uh, that's just a little example of how much of a disaster I am you so are anyone, a disaster so anyone who does come home after night and, and you know stand or leave the oven on like you'd be doing well to top any story like that if you do have a better story I love you got in contact in yeah. Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Dude. Let us know a better disaster story after a few points in that one because 
I still can't bring it up around Miola because he gets a little bit it's angry. So subject. it's a raw subject. So um, that's Blessing. story time for this week. Yeah. Blessing, you don't have any disaster stories, no? Nah, I'm a good guy. <laughs> I'm not a disaster dude. <laughs> no, so no disaster stories. <laughs> oh, no, you're being too easy. Yeah, sure nice good. Yeah. We're not, you're not fooling us, Blessing. Yeah, he's being a bit nice, so he is I there. I myself sharp, you know? <laughs> yeah, so... Paddy, this is where you're going to come into play here. So, folks, each week, because of the bit of um, good feedback we got about the mental health story, um, we're going to do a serious segment. Uh, so this week, we're going to concentrate on weight uh, and motivation to lose weight. And as I'm saying, I'm looking at Paddy here, who is... Paddy, what age are you and what weight are you? Well, no, I'm, I'm 20, turning 21. It's that stoner uh, age, both. Probably both, yeah, just about, yeah, pretty much. Okay, um, so as I said, each week we're going to talk about serious subjects that we hope that people who are listening to the podcast can relate to and try to get some sort of motivation or some relatability out of the story. Um, so myself, Paddy and Blessing, when we were on our way in to the podcast, we spoke about, in the last three years, Paddy, like how many times have I given you the talk about losing fucking weight? Well... You give me some sort of talk pretty much every day, but there's been a lot of times when you sat me down and gave me the talk for sure. Because Blessing is going to jump in here and, and agree with me here that I, anyone out there who's struggling with weight um, and motivation, the only way to get to get that motivation and get the, the, the weight loss down is by getting up and getting active. Like, Paddy, is it, it's fair to say that you struggle with a routine when it comes to food and it comes to exercise and, you know, I don't want to put any words into your mouth, but I'd love to hear your side of the story. You've attempted it three or four times uh, yeah. over the last couple of years and let's just be honest, well, a week or two and you give up. Like. Well, there's been, I think over the last couple of years, there's probably been two or three spurts of maybe two months, three months maybe where I would have lost, you know, two stone, two and a half stone, you know, one and a half, three stone maybe at the most. And then, you know, when the first initial kind of uh, buzz wears off, then it just kind of slowly but surely, you know, gets goes back probably even worse than before. Like, it's just, I don't know what it is. It's just, I think, it's just a mental thing. I, 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 I don't know, sometimes the idea of it when someone's like, oh, yeah, you can do this. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when you really get down to it, it's like... You know, you know, fuck this. That, that, that's the thing, you know, because um, a lot of people want to lose weight, yeah. and you know, but you have to realize like it's not easy, you know, and it takes time. You have to be patient, and you've got to have to like you have to be realistic with yourself, and you have to write down some goals, like little goals. Say like say every 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 month you want to lose a couple of pounds. You have to write that. T- you have to write it down. Stick it to your wall. You know, just little step by step. It doesn't, if you want to take it all on at once, it won't happen because you're going to get sick of it. But if you just a little step at a time, you can start with, um, say, just a diet, just change a little thing, find out what your bad habit. Say your bad habit is in bread. Okay, cut that out. Start by just cutting out the bread and see what happens. <laughs> I wish I wish it was just bread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean that that's a that's a simple step. That's yeah. a, you know that's step number one. And step number two is like um, say a lot of overweight people they like they have this intimidation of going into the gym. They feel like if they go into the gym, everyone's staring at them. Everyone's looking at them. You know, so that but it's not like that. No one's looking at you. Everyone's there. You know, to work out, and not all the people in the gym are perfect shape. You know, we all have our own 
you know, our own problems. You know, even you can start by a little walk, you know, stay, start by a little cardio, you know, just, you know, little cardio every morning. From there, you step it up and then you take it into the gym. You know, statin is the problem for yeah, a lot but of that's people. It, but it's kind of like, like, like we'll, we'll touch on it next week. I, I, I had a bit of a gambling addiction that, again, we'll speak in next week's segment. But what I realized is that you, oh, you are the only person who can change. Like, like I've given you so many chats. I know your sister has, your mother has, has saying, Paddy, you need to lose weight, you need to lose weight. But unless you, deep down, want to lose weight or you want to give up alcohol or give up drugs or give up gambling it won't happen like there's no point in me like forcing down your throat how much you want to do because at the end of the day if you like and this is I hope people listening are struggling the same thing like it's 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 silent pig as well like when you were getting into the gym I remember you sending me videos of you on the treadmill like thinking you're a great man I was like look at this clown like there's not a chance like he's gone like I said Paddy silent pig it no one needs to know Go and get your gym done. Work on it. Don't tell people in the gym. Just get it fucking done because if you start being loud about it, it means you're not concentrating and you're not giving it 100%. So, but it comes down to do Do you really want to, And this is for people who listen to podcasts that are struggling with weight. And like, do you deep, deep down really, really, really want to lose weight? Because obviously you don't because if you did, you'd continue on your path to losing it. Well, I think... Um on the basis, of course, if you're overweight, you want to lose weight, but it's 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 the work that goes into it that will will ultimately be the downfall. Because you know, as I said, I've had great spurts and it was going really well, and um, it's easy to make excuses and sit here and say, "Oh yeah, well this was happening, this was happening." I just lost focus. You know, it was I kind of Christmas came around. I was like, "Right, fuck this, I'm gonna eat shit now." And you you always put it on the long finger. Like I remember when it was bef- uh, coming up to your wedding a few months. I was like, "Oh no, Rory, I, I lose the weight before your wedding," and uh, I lost a little bit, but ultimately I didn't. But and and now it's on to the next like, what like putting on the long finger. I just ultimately like, I like eating food and I hate exercising. But it's about switching that <laughs> around. It's just funny when you say that. But it, it but I just like food, Rory. Yeah. But like, I just like eating. But like in food. fairness to Paddy, like and and I like his honesty, obviously. But like he did say to me before, he was like, Rory. You have no idea how happy I am when the pizza delivery man brings me a f- large pizza with five or six dips and a can of Coke. I am so happy. Do not tell me. You're the very man that says <laughs> life life is about being happy, Rory. <coughs> this is the, the rant you get to me one night coming home with a gig. Rory, I am fucking happy when I'm eating a pizza and knowing it. That's me happy. Like, you're talking about finding your happiness. That's me fucking happy. I'm like, well, Paddy. That's the comfort zone happy, but my friend. T- yeah, but come on, to be fair, who isn't happy when they're eating a pizza? Like? Ah, fucking Pizza is, we are. is just happiness, Rory. But, come on, I've told you this before. Right, I'm going to let Blessing come in here with a little bit of advice of Blessing. You're 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 a qualified personal trainer. You deal mm-hmm, with people mm-hmm. like Paddy every day of the week. There's people listening. But, you know, Rory Stars fans are followers and, and Blessing's followers who are, no doubt, like Paddy, struggling with weight. Just sum up your best advice. Like, what would you advise? Them? I mean, w- one of the things I would I would advise anyone who actually really, really want to lose weight is it's very hard if you're by yourself and doing it alone. So it's always good to have somebody there, like a trainer, a personal trainer, who's watching over your diet, who's watching over your uh, your training, and and just making sure you're on your on the right path. If you don't, if you don't have that person there, it's so easy to be distracted. You know, it's it's just that easy, and it's so hard to actually get up in the morning and and get going. You know, and that's the hardest part. 
getting up and starting. But once you have to, you, once you've started and noticing some progress, I mean, it's it, it's amazing. And I know how much you love eating pizza. I mean, you could be, you could, you would actually, you will love it so much more once you start getting yeah. on a diet and then but, earning and get the craving for it. Just, you know what I'm saying? Just on that though, what you're saying, um, I agree what you're saying about, you know, the starting is, once you start, it's great. And once you see the progress, it's great. Yeah. I, I, I did recently, just there in like kind of November or whatever, um, August, but I did start and I did see the progress. I, I took a before and an after and a couple of months later and there was a massive difference. Yeah, and I was keeping me motivated and I was going, this is great. But then it just stopped because I, I when ultimately I was, it, I, I was like, Christmas is coming. And ah, but Paddy, but like, that's, I'm not trying to make an excuse. You fucking are making excuses. Yeah, like, but there's, like never a good, there's never a good time to start what you don't no, want to do. Like. No, but I'm saying I had started and I was doing well and you, I, I had lost weight and I was doing great. And it's uh, my biggest struggle is 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 keeping the motivation. I might, and for me, probably the biggest thing is if I'm losing weight and there's big events going on, like a birthday, a party, my biggest thing is staying strict. And like, for example, um, I know obviously alcohol is a big problem if you're drinking a beer, especially, but if I'm doing really well, I find it hard to go to a family function where everyone else is drinking. I just did. That's where my mental strength will fall down, keeping it going and, 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 and keeping it pers- keep persevering through these big functions and not doing it. That's my biggest problem. Yeah. But what I, what I, and I think bless agree is that, well then you're just simply not ready to do it like and mark my words like you're you're only you're approaching 21 years of age when you are older 30 weight is so much harder to shift you look at a burger and you put on weight so you're at the age now where your metabolism should be quick yeah. Yeah. and you're carrying 21 stone like so oh, no, no. well Paddy don't 20, 20 stone right? <laughs> but what I'm trying to bait into your head is that now is the time to change your whole lifestyle and None of this shit like, okay, in six months' time, my sister's getting married, I have to lose weight. You lose three stone, you look well. And it's like, oh, Paddy's lost so much weight. Christmas coming up, Paddy eats 47 million dollars pizzas over Christmas and Paddy's back 21 stone. So you're constantly, you're not, you need, it's not a weight loss. It has to be a lifestyle change. You have to change your whole lifestyle. You have to get into a rhythm of exercising. You, like, I think, you you think you're allergic to vegetables. Am I right in saying that? You think you're allergic to vegetables? I just don't fucking like them. The, I, the human body it. craves veg and what you're like Mine you know it. like now listen I'm no angel I love crap food every now and again but I'm blessing you're on a different level when it comes to this but if I eat a takeaway at the weekend I feel shit straight away for a half an hour you don't even get that feel shit feeling anymore and that's what I'm worried about no I think, I, I, I think it's because I'm always eating shit and I'm always feeling you're shit you're immune so yeah you're immune you're, you're, the, like as I said you could open up a box of Pringles and eat the full box and, and not even realise you've done it like do you know what I'm saying? Like, and again, this is for people listening who are struggling. That you're you're the master for them. Well, you can be like to say, no, I have to do. It. And at the end of the day, it just comes down to no point in me saying to you, blessing your your mom, your sister. It has to be you say today is the day I start. Not I'm not going to start in a week. I start today. And if you're not ready to start, there's no point in starting. Is that yeah. fair enough, blessing? That's right. And you really have to. You really have to want to. If you don't want to, it won't happen. But you really have to show that you actually want this. You know, and you go after it, and you gotta learn how to say no to certain things. You know, you don't like vegetables, but there's so much more you can eat. You know, I mean, there's, there's a lot of healthy food out there. You know, other options. You don't have to. It's not like you have to just have to eat vegetables all day. No, you don't. If you don't like it, there's another substitute there for it. You know, and it's not chocolate. 
or a pizza. Yeah, but there is. You know? There's loads of avenues. Well, listen, it's a lot of options. We, you know? we leave serious segment there for this week. Um, we hammered Paddy over there, so Paddy, fucking hell! <laughs> a second week in, I'm already getting thrown into the fire. But sure, look, that's what you it's can all do. About, this, Paddy, I believe. Yeah, in but you. like, you there's, there's people this. out there, Paddy, who who will relate to your story and and look at themselves in the mirror and not be happy with what they see and want to change it. But do they want? There's a difference saying I'd love to or I fucking want it. I want this more than sleeping than breathing. I want, it. and then yeah. you'll do it. You know. So, but I think um, I'd be. I'd be a fool not to take advantage of having a man like Blessing giving me advice like so you know you I'm know, here all day to motivate you I really hope uh, maybe next year when we're doing the podcast we can do the flip side you know but we'll remain we'll see yeah we'll say no more right moving on to our final part this week before we wrap it up so we have the legend of the week and the gobshite of the week so this is going to be a weekly thing if you're nominated for either as I say don't take too much offence uh or you can take offence. We don't really mind that much. We're just having our own opinions well, on it. I think if you're nominated for legend, you're not going to be offended. No, I don't think fair. so. No, um, you can be delighted. You can even throw up a tweet saying, "Oh my God, I was I was picked as legend week." That's no problem at all. <laughs> so we're just going to start off with gobshite of the week first. So we have our three nominees. Um, first nominee is uh, Parel Casper Schmeichel. There, he had an absolute howler in Nets, um, where he gifted Aguero a lovely ball, and Aguero yeah. loved him. Um, yeah, bit of a gobshite thing. Don't to think do. I don't think his father would have done that as often. No, no, Peter wouldn't have done that at all. We just threw him in there because he did have a howler at the end of the day. So Parel Casper, you're nominated. Uh, our second nomination then is uh, Mike Brown, um, the England well-known full-back, uh, not particularly well-liked in why, Ireland. Why did you pick him, Rory? Uh, because when the Wales centre basically made a balls of a try, Mike was straight up into his ear and, and started giving him, giving him shit in the air. Like, um, and I'm not particularly a fan of that. Like, uh, I don't particularly like Mike Brown anyway, so it was a good excuse to put him in. Uh, you have a lot of underlying issues towards Mike Brown there. Oh, right? well, like, have you ever I, met I, him as a personal No, no, on? listen, it's not too <laughs> mad, but it was, I think he's a, he's a very good rugby player, but just he does a lot of things that you wouldn't be a fan of him. He's just a bit of a bollocks. Yeah. yeah. And our final nomination then is, who we're just going to call the expector from the Cavan County Board, whoever you are who decided that not to call the game off on Saturday night and decided to call off Sunday morning. So we don't know your name. Whoever you are that made that decision, you are a bit of a gobshite because everyone knew you know that the pitch was not going to be playable the next day on a Saturday evening and you should have called it so you were nominated um, so uh, who's the winner gobshite of the week well the gobshite of the week I think we've decided it is the one and only Mike Brown yeah so the congrats, congratulations Mike crown him, uh, crown him. I'm where's sure, the crown at where's the yeah, crown <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you're listening in uh, and don't worry we'll be coming for you and tweaking him on Paddy's day so congratulations Mike you're the gobshite of the week uh, legend of the week, Paddy. Um, yeah, um, I think before we just go on to the legends of the week, um, you know, a special mention to uh, uh, Liam Miller, the former Irish footballer, who unfortunately passed away this week. Um, you know, Man United, Leeds, and uh, proud Corconian, um, terrible loss. Uh, so thoughts go to him and his family. Um, so I think uh, first nominee for legend of the week is Steve Bruce, the Aston Villa manager, who lost his father last week. And his mother is unfortunately very ill in hospital, but he had uh, the Birmingham Derby on in the championship and after the first goal went in for his team, he started crying. So I think just to show up to work essentially the weekend after your mother, your father passes away and your mother terribly sick just shows, you know, yeah, fair play no, to him. Yeah, fair now. enough, Steve. Um, great centre-half, wasn't he, for United? Yeah, 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 unfortunately. Um, <laughs> our other nomination then, I have to give Paddy McBrady a shout-out for his unbelievable performance, especially in the second half against Dublin. Uh, his left peg is unbelievable. I'd love to have him on the mid team. He's a class act. And I think he's only going to get better when Murphy's back to his best and McBrady are in there together. They're going to cause a lot of trouble. 
And final nomination is Keith Earls. Again, speaking on that um, that track back and tackle he made at the end of the Italy game, uh, that to me now was legendary uh, stuff. So there are three uh, nominations. So, Paddy, yeah. uh, who did you pick? Well, I think it has to be Steve Bruce. You know, just what a man. He's had a very tough week and he just, you know, persevered through him. So fair play, Steve Bruce. Yeah, there you are. Keep it in, fair play. So um, that's all it is for this week on the Rory Stories uh, podcast. I uh, hope you enjoyed it and you might take a few pointers out of it. So, on behalf of myself, Paddy, and Blessing here, my main man, uh, we'll catch us again next week. Good luck. Good luck. Thank you. See you. Bye-bye.